This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast Sunday Special. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, don't we? We do. We love a Sunday special. We just had an amazing four-way debate between you, me, Sean, and Maddie about right. two bay covers from our Wednesday episode. Right. It's just been, you know, we've been learning a lot today. We've learned a lot about the duvet. Um <laughs> I'm just expecting. I'm just expecting so many duvets, emails, and tweets, and Instagram DMs. That yeah, at this point they're already I'm all trolling. in. Yeah, yeah. Now duvets, and I guess the discussion was: is it, it the comforter goes in the duvet, or the duvet goes in the duvet cover? Yeah, and I think the comforter goes in the duvet. Oh no, the duvet goes in the duvet cover is what we decided. Right. And the comforter doesn't need a duvet. Yeah. It just really, it highlights one of my big fears, which is like not knowing things that everyone should know. Sure. And I sound like stupid or Mm -hmm. like uncultured. Right. Because I do kind of, part of me does kind of feel like I grew up in like a chaotic jungle Mm. where like I don't, or maybe like I wasn't informed about something that everyone else knows. (laughs) Like, and I have a good good example of that. Um, So we went to, when I was going to college, I didn't like look at any colleges before okay. I went. I just like applied to the best, like the schools, a bunch of schools. And I went to the one that was like the best one that I got into. Right. An Ivy League school. Sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but when when I was, so then when I was doing like, I didn't know anything about dorms or anything. So I just assumed like all dorms were single sex dorms. Like there were like a woman's hall and a men's thing. So I put okay. down when I was applying I put down like no preference. Mm. And so they put me in the all girls dorm and then I get there and everyone's like, why are you in the all girls dorm? Like loser. Like, why are you (laughs) like, all? I mean, all the girls there were like, they were like a little like nerdier and like, Mm -hmm. not like they were just like, not, not like a ton of social. I like wound up in the wrong place. Cause I just like, no one told me that, that most of the dorms are co-ed and that was like, kind of like the more fun place to be. Interesting. Yeah. I guess the, the idea is like, Oh, I want to be, in the co-ed one, because I do have a preference. Yeah. Right. But not knowing that that was like, even, a, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm not included into the things that all the other kids Everyone seemed know, to know what the deal is. And I'm just kind of showing up. <laughs> well, did you, do you look back on that thinking like, thank goodness I was in the all female one? Did you meet any friends? No. No. <laughs> I, did, I made one friend in there, but usually in like there. I felt bad. You were in a I woman's would, prison. I would come back. It was really beautiful. I think that's why they only had women. And it was like a very old, beautiful building. Mm-hmm. They probably didn't want like men just destroying it. Right. And the rooms were like, I had a single. That was another thing. I had a single. It Amazing. was a, Which is good, but bad if you're like trying to meet people. Freshman year. And it was like, a, it had like a sink in it. It was a very random room. But I remember I was going out and I was drinking and then I would come back and everyone would be like studying together in the hallways. And I'd be like, drunkenly like dressed like a hoe walking over there <laughs> they're, they're like them walking over them in their study guides yeah. like trying to get to my room 
Um, Excuse me, nerds. <laughs> Jordana coming through. Coming back from the frat parties you guys don't go to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not that I'm so cool, but it was just like a different, I was a different vibe than I think I I wanted college to be right. But. No, I, I'm dressed as a tennis pro. Yeah. You know? But yeah. yeah, they were probably like, who's this whore? Who's right. this? <laughs> Maybe delete that. I don't know if that's an PC word. I don't know. No, it's a, it. the, the all, I, yeah, I guess not knowing and then being confident that you're like doing the right thing. Right. I think that the duvet thing goes into that where I'm like, that could happen to me. I could see that as a situation. I was always like, which some people knew what the right forks were to use, right? What the things were. I think the concern is like you have you're going to make a home, Mm -hmm. and people are going to walk away from your home, and they go, "Did you see? Yeah, what they do in the bedroom? You know, like that you're like, oh, I didn't even know there was another way to do this. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's my big fear that people walk <laughs> away and they say something about something that I've done mm. where I've do- been doing it the wrong way the whole time. I think you'll be okay. I'm looking out for you. I, if yeah. I came over to your home and saw the duvet wrongly done, I, I'll say this as someone that didn't dro- grow up in a jungle okay. atmosphere, there was no day where my mom was like, boys, sit down. <laughs> time for We're going to have a duvet talk. How did you learn that then? I didn't. I'm. We're still discussing yeah, it here. Didn't. Yeah. I'm a pig too. Yes. Two disgustings, <laughs> as we've discussed. Two disgustings. Two know nothing disgustings. Yes. Here to guide you through dating. That's right. <laughs> Every Wednesday and Sunday. That's why you got to share. Yeah. Share. Let share. Someone share. know. We love a Sunday special because this is like the ones you would share. This is what you guys. I like this subject. I like that it's relatable to me. I like this email too because I feel like everyone has encountered a version of this mm. and I think a lot it's going to be relatable to a lot the, of people. This is yeah. an extreme version of what everyone does. For sure. I would say. Have you ever met someone like that? I've definitely like gone out with people who are like are doing this kind of thing. That are like getting ahead? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This one's called how much vetting is too much vetting before a first date. And I think that's like, well, I think this is kind of like where we're at as a dating culture right now. Right. But not everyone does it like this intensely. No, this was intense. But I, I think there's other things afoot. Can I give you some dates before of we course, get going? Of course. I'm on the road again. I'm back out there. If you're out there and you want to come to a show, bring the group chat. I'm trying to put together a whole new hour of material. So Washington, D.C., Chicago, Illinois, Detroit, Michigan, Albany, New York, Brookville, Wisconsin, Timonia, Maryland, Richmond, Virginia. Come, come, come. Bring your friends. Um, I think I'm going to put out some sort of stand-up soon. We're going to figure it out. But Yeah, when it's out. When it's out, I'll, you let, guys, you, let, I'll let the town. You guys will be know. the first to know. Right. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. 
It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum and and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. Uh, you want me to read it? Yeah, let's do it. J&J, I look forward to listening to the pod every Wednesday and Sunday. My sister and I had so much fun seeing you guys in Chicago last week. Chicago. Gift that keeps on giving. Chai Town. Do we have that on video? Do we We do. We're we're editing that up. We're figuring out the best way to release it, but you guys we're gonna we're gonna release the Chicago show at some point in the future. We'll let you know when we have more details. That is what we call a tease in the business. Exactly. Something's coming. So. <laughs> <laughs> we just let you know what it was though. So uh, yeah. we're not as annoying as those people. Something's coming. Yes. Uh, red flag or deal breaker? Something's coming. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody, Something, I'm out. <laughs> hey, everybody, you're out. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody, less than a thousand followers, I'm out. Obviously. Less than a thousand. Yeah, yes. Over 10. Hey, everybody. Uh, still don't like it, but that's okay. Over there, there 50. Are everybody. Okay. Over 50, yes. Okay. How about a lot of you have been asking? Red flag or deal breaker? Um, a lot. You know, it's funny. Sometimes a lot of people are asking. But it's all relative, right. right? What's a lot of people? That's the thing. I I have I read this article once. I read one sentence from an article, and it was <laughs> that ten thousand followers affect your brain the same as a million. I could hundred percent see that. Yeah, you're like people want to know. People want to know. People want to know. There's a better way to say it. Many. I've gotten a few requests. Right. Is or, the better is the more yeah. realistic way to if say. If more than a hundred people are asking, then you can say a lot of people have been asking. Yes. <laughs> but otherwise, I think you have to say the exact number. Seven the of pe- you have asked. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I want to know, like. I think that would that would make me feel better about an influencer if the they whole were like situation. if they were like. 
13 people have asked where I got this top. Right. Here it is. <laughs> just in case you were thinking about asking, but you just didn't feel like doing it. Here yeah, it because you've gotten a sample size. Yes. And you're going, oh, if 13 people have asked. Yes. Maybe, right, what you said is right. totally Maybe true. other people actually would, would want to know, too. When someone says, I have been working on something, and it's coming, <laughs> and I just, I'm so excited to tell you guys, I want to, like, reach through the phone and, just, and yeah. unfollow them to their face. Like, I want to, like, show them. Just push them away. <laughs> Place them, pick them up and put them in a dumpster. Right. Get out of my life! <laughs> a lot of you have been asking. A lot of you have been asking. I'm going to start doing that now because sometimes I'll, I'm not like a fashion person at all, but occasionally I'll get like requests. Where's your dress from? Mm. But it's always like two people, which is why I know no one cares. Mm. But, <laughs> but two people care. Yeah. So I'll tell those, but yeah. you can tell two people. Well, the, the problem becomes, I got to send this link to everyone yeah. that asks. Also, you also promote your own asking. Right. That's like, the other thing. That's the thing. Like when you say a lot of you've been asking, then you go, here's the dress details. Oh, now you're going to get asked dress details forever. That's true. You've, you've become your own. You've become turned into a monster. Right. Um, but yeah. And, and from now on, because I've said this on the show, if I ever post one of those links, I'm going to say three people have asked. I, <laughs> I'm in two. Okay. You're I'll in start two. numbering Good. how many people have asked. Okay. Let's start the trend. Right. You heard it here first. That's right. Writing the, unless again, We're changing if it's more social than a hundred people, right. you then can say a lot of you have been asking. Otherwise you have to count. Two of you have asked. Yes. I love it. You have to, yeah, you have to embarrass yourself a little bit. I agree. Cause otherwise you see those things and you're like, Ugh, no one cares. No one cares. Who's asking really? Four people have asked. Yes. Jared, where did you go for dinner? Applebee's. I love it. That's where I went. The following situation just happened to me today. <laughs> and I would love to hear both your perspectives on it. I'm a gal in her late 20s matched with a guy on Hinge in early July. He did the whole, I don't use the apps, here's my number, I'd love to talk thing. But he seemed like a cool enough guy, so I texted him. We texted every day, and about a week later, he asked me out and suggested where we get dinner. And suggested we get dinner. I was in a wedding that weekend and then he was out of town for about a week and the first day that worked for us both to hang out would have been today, about three weeks after I initiated the text. The day before he asked me over text what my deal breakers are, I responded somewhat generally saying I like to go off of the vibe when I first meet someone, but also wouldn't want to date someone if they for sure didn't want to have kids or were big Trump supporters slash didn't value a female's right to her own body. See attached text. All right. Okay. Let's let's do this. These are good. These are some good ones. I'll be him. You be her. Okay. Oh, my bad. I misunderstood. But oh man, I hope you catch some fall colors on the drive up. Then tongue out emoji. Ugh, and thanks. Emoji. I hate that emoji. Sorry. Yeah, th there's some emoji. Th that emoji is soften the room emoji. Melting face, upside down face, tongue out emoji with you know, eh, waggy tongue emoji. Yeah. These are all letting you know where I I feel weird saying it to me. What do you mean? Like, like I think when he says, I hope he's trying to saw, I hope you catch some fall covers on the drive up. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm imagining someone saying that's your face. <laughs> ah! 
Here's you know, my, I don't know. It seems like that to me. Here's my take is if you put exclamation points, you don't need emojis. I think Fair. emojis are strategically used when otherwise the, the tone might be misconstrued. Okay. So you're saying no exclamation point. Like, let me let you know exactly what this sentence meant to me. Right. If I don't want to be like too excited. I kind of think that's what he's doing, but I think that's ah, is like <laughs> kind of like, let me stick my tongue out. Like, you know, I think this is, you know, just nervous too, but I understand what you're saying. Okay. I'm ready to do something new. The 8 a.m. is going to get me. I'm all about being able to walk home after drinking. LOL. So I dig foundation art bar and cafe Corazon near me. I'm all about you picking the place if I buy the drinks. Just curious as well. Any deal breakers you have in dating? You just really snuck that in there at the end. Right. Haha, no, you're good. Damn, though. That's a clear reminder the summer is slipping away already. Some sort of emoji. Sweating, <laughs> looks like. Cry. What <laughs> crying. What tear emoji? Crying, crying, crying. Yeah. I, thought, I don't know why I thought that was sweating. That's embarrassing <laughs> for me. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm so hot this, in this room. I'm, I'm so fucking hot. <laughs> I'm sweating out my eyeball, just like this emoji. Seriously. <laughs> I'm assuming you do not have early morning hours currently. Haha. Ha. Hmm. Though always down to go to different places, and I haven't been to Art Bar ever if you'd feel like you'd want to do that. And I do feel like it's normally more of a vibe thing to me. Like, yeah, either I have a good vibe with someone or don't. Haha. Ha. But also, if someone is a super Trump supporter ish or knows that they would for sure never want kids, how about for you? I know crying face emoji or sweating emo- out of eyeball <laughs> emoji. I had a pretty awesome summer though, so I hope it ends well. Right now, I am 12 to 9, so I live large every morning, lol. But it will be nice to do anything at night and have weekends off. We'll see, and I'd be so down for Art Bar. I haven't been there in a minute. I agree on the vibe, but I enjoy just asking to save time just in case upside down face emoji. I don't date Republicans and I want kids. Sloppy drunks are not my thing and music is important to me. So I guess necessity of music compatibility. In this last year of dating, I have noticed that I have two kind of deal breaker tendencies. I'm good friends with my most recent ex and we hang out still. And just last year, I came out as bi. I've learned that the fact that I am attracted to 0.1% of men is not worth dealing with 99.9% of them that are disgusting, though. Laughing face emoji. Okay. To be totally honest, I was excited to meet you, but this list of specs you're looking for makes me think that maybe you are rigid in your ways and looking for a V-specific person. I appreciate what you were trying to do to save us both time if we had clear differences. And I am on the same page with most of what you were saying and no judgment or anything. It's just coming off a bit intense for not having met in person. Oh man, totally sorry for coming off as intense. I was trying to keep the conversation going and learn about you before we hung out if we did. I am particular about who I spend my time with. I try to vet a bit more uh, after some bad experiences, including just being upfront with my orientation before we meet. Totally get how it would come off that way. You were checking a lot of boxes, but I apologize again. Let me know if you change your mind. You have my number. My main question here is how much is acceptable to vet someone before meeting up with them for a first date. I was genuinely excited to meet this guy and thought our previous conversations were fun, although I was uncomfortable that we texted for so long before meeting up. I was caught off guard that he wanted to talk about deal breakers the night before we were supposed to meet, and it felt like he was looking for a reason not to meet me. I also think these are things that are better talked about after meeting in person and establishing a common interest and vibe. I think it's great he was honest and upfront about being bi, but was uncomfortable about how 
upfront he was about being friends with his ex. And this seems like any new potential girlfriend would be less important to him. It also seemed like he had so many specific deal breakers and that he was clearly judging every little thing. This ended up being a deal breaker for me. Any advice or perspective on this would be much appreciated. Thank you. Hashtag how many deal breakers is too many. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. What do you think? I think I agree with her in that the the the, the I still speak to my ex girlfriend thing as the thing that you're saying before we even go out is that was the 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 part that I was like all right I don't I'm not really interested in this okay like the fact that someone would need to tell me that before we even went out means like it seems like it's a little like too much for me even just right there that's interesting. Like when she wrote that, and so that's the thing that jumped out to you. That was the that was the first thing that he said when he yeah. was talking about things about himself that he likes to be upfront about. I was like, that's not really something I'm interested. In. Someone who's like vetting all their dates to let them know that this relationship is really important to them because mm-hmm. I don't really want to date someone whose relationship with their ex is so important to them that they, they don't to. that they need to tell everyone they go on a date with before it. Like there's a difference between like I occasionally speak to my ex and that comes up through dating mm-hmm. and I'm letting every date I, I go on know that this relationship is, is important to me and it's not something I'm not going to be moving on. Yeah. I, it's interesting that that, like I saw the by him being by 
And mm-hmm. I was like, and then she's blaming. I almost didn't even get to that part before I would have been out. Okay. Because you know I, mean? I cause I was like, to me, this guy is recently saying he's bi. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's finding that that has changed dating for him. Yeah. And I totally get that. And right. I think that that's, I'm not like, I can understand why he would want to be upfront about that part. Right. Um, or I guess both those things. If I think anything you want to be super upfront about is something that you're kind of like anyone who's not comfortable with this mm-hmm. is not someone that I'm going to be dating. Basically, he said those are his deal breakers. Yeah. Anyone who's not comfortable with those two things. Right. It felt like it was three weeks of trying to get to that point of saying that. Right. Like this guy, you know, the overall question, how much vetting is too much vetting? I think this was all too much. Like mm-hmm. you met on they they met on Hinge, in early July. Like let's get a drink, yeah. You know, like let's do this right away. And I agree with her. These are things we'll talk that about on the date, right? Yeah. You know, this it's is what the like, date is for. Yeah, it's also like you can't. The annoying thing when people try to do this to me is that, oh, your time is so important that you mm. can't go on one date without knowing the the possibility that the person might not be interested in a couple things about you that are so specific. Right. Like you can't, it's not like, no one's saying like, don't say this until date 10 or like three months in, but like, how important are you saying your time is that we can't go out and have a good time and this could come up on the date and we could decide then. Like you don't even want to go on the date with someone who doesn't have your exact point of view. I think, but that's that's what I think. That's why I think he's doing this. Like, I think, hey, I don't spend a lot of time on the apps. Let's start texting. Mm-hmm. And then three weeks later, he wants to make sure that all this information is out there because he's not putting it in his profile. Right. Like, the, the beauty of dating apps is you have a profile where you can go, oh, this is my type. Yeah. He's withholding that he's bi, which is fine, you know, but you, he's also knowing that your dating pool changes. Right. He's withholding that you, t- I talk to my ex on a regular basis. Uh, that is something that would come up on a, maybe a first date or a second date that you're going to lose people on. That's going to change your dating pool. Right. And he, I think he has found this out and he doesn't know how to go on a first date with someone that knows this about him already going in. You're saying he want he'd rather go on a date with someone that knows this about him going in than than bring. I'm saying he's he's never. It doesn't seem like he's done. It seems like he's had people find out and go away. Right. And to avoid having someone that he's like, well, I like you know to throw. Why it. right? Why even go on the date if if they're going to be just not interested in that? Right. So he's basically going, well, let me have this whole conversation with someone. Let them know where I am as you know, the the reasons that people have kind of backed off in the past. Mm-hmm. And then, so the, now they know everything. But it's like, he's not allowing for... He's not allowing someone to even like, to see if someone has a, a vibe with them, mm. like before even getting into that. And I think that the key is also with this, it's like, these are his two things, which are not super traditional, right? Mm-hmm. But just kind of are true for him. Anyone, a lot of people have things like that. Yeah. They're not these things necessarily. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But a lot of people do that. And to just say, I need to be extremely upfront about every kind of kind of like thing that's different about me mm-hmm. before we even go out, I think is like really limiting yourself and and giving people less credit than they deserve for seeing how connected they are and then getting the chance to judge that. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it's, be, and but this is, this is kind of like, 
you know, when she's, it's funny that she's asking how much vetting is too much. Like he's vetting her. Right. You know, like he's making sure he doesn't get his heart broken. Right. But I think the way he's saying it is almost more of a turnoff than anything that he's saying. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, like the yeah, fact yeah. that he's saying, like, again, someone who talks to their ex, like, like, okay, fine. Again, yeah. someone who's bi, who you're sure is interested in you as a woman. Okay, fine. But it's like, if you discover these things as you're getting to know someone and you kind of get the context and nuance behind them, even mm -hmm. if they weren't like, even if they're not things that you're like, would necessarily, if you ask someone theoretically, if they would be interested in, if you meet the right person, Right. Like you might not care. It it so that's why asking them before you're really like limiting your limiting like other people getting to know you and like making those decisions based on yourself as an entire person. Sure. And I, I think that's because of his fears. Yeah. And I get that. You I, know, like I, 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 you know, this guy, you know, it's funny because she's like, I, I like this guy. I want it just like you're saying, like, I wanted to get to know this guy. Maybe the the context of the situation and, right. oh, the ex, I met the ex and they're totally cool with each other. And right. But because he didn't allow that to happen. Now they're like, she's like, I've already heard too much too soon. And it's also like, what else could they talk about on the date? Yeah. Right. Like three weeks of texting. You've been on three dates. Yeah. You've had, you've gotten the first date conversation. What excitement is there anymore? I agree with that. I think, I think everything she says to me makes sense in terms of like, just the way that he, like, again, and she says that to him, like, almost mm -hmm. like you're saying that you're very rigid. Also like asking, it's, I, the, another thing that annoyed me is that he asked her deal breakers, not because he cared about them, but as a way to share his own. His own yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think you said that once on this show where someone was like, what's your greatest fear? And then you gave them like a full, yeah. like like intimate, real reason. And they were like, same. Same. <laughs> and you're like, okay, um, I just opened up. Yeah. What's going on? Like you're here? not saying that as a way to like actually become like more intimate or get to know the person. You're saying that so you could say your own. Yeah. It's I, almost the opposite, I guess. I that. guess yeah. the opposite. Yeah, yeah but it, it did feel like what I, I thought this was the moment we got to know each other. Right. And it was not. It was a moment that got to be, well, I, I checked a box. Right. And I think that's what's going on here. He's like, I'm making sure that none of this can be found out later. Yeah. But I think, like, some things are okay to be found out later. They don't have to be immediately known. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. 
Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. It is interesting. Interesting that he thought the buy thing would be a bigger deal than the the girl, you know, friends with my ex thing. Just by the way he right. wrote it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure for some people it might be. I don't think there's like he, that he's completely out of touch to say some people or would not necessarily want to date a, a man who's bi. I don't think that's an improbable thing. Totally understand it. Totally understand that some people yeah. are just like, you know, again, not knowing the nuance and context. Right. When they, when he says 99% of, when he, but it is interesting that, you know, let me share my fun facts. And it's like, I've become, I I'm attracted to 1% of men is not worth dealing with 99% of them. Aha. And it's like, wait a minute. You right. Know, like this, what does that this, mean this, to what, you? Right. right. Yeah. This like, was just brought up as, yeah. And now you're supposed to talk about it over text. Like, we could have talked about this. Yeah, you could have brought that up in a way that felt like, again, organic and authentic to the conversation while we're on the date. And again, I don't think she was like, oh, and if I found that out, you would have wasted my night. Right. Like, But I'm sure he's found that that's happened in the past. Sure. I, I, that's yeah. what I think he's protecting against. Yeah. I think he's protecting against, in the past, these things have gotten people to go, whoa, you never told me about that on the app. Right. I think I, I don't ever think I feel like whenever I went on out with someone on the apps or that I met out and then I learned those things, I wasn't like I should have known all of that before I, we went out. It it seems like a very uh, revisionist way to look at things. Yeah. It seems like, oh, you that people more do on the say other person it. who's like who's out, I think, than the person who's saying it. Yeah. When people say that, it's like they're just angry that this didn't turn into marriage. Right. You know, like, and then, but I will say that as far as like too much vetting, I think if the date is taking longer than a week, there's issues. There's yeah. something they're holding back. There's something the other person isn't ready to get into. And in this scenario, this guy was like, do you ever text people for more than a week? Of course. And why don't, is that because you're, there's something you're holding back though? No, I think it's more because I'm like, ah, do I want to go out with this person or not? Right. So do do think, I want to spend the time? Yeah. And this guy's pushing it off three weeks. Do I trust right. this person to give now me that the it's time? getting to that point? Right. Yeah. yeah. Do I trust this person enough to take the time to go on a date with them? Or if we go on one date and then they find out these two things about me, right? Are they going to well, bail? Why not say this earlier then? Why not say this deal breaker thing? Like it's almost like he's reversed it and wasted her time by sure. wait, by like saying this after they've been texting for three weeks. I mean. I think because he says he's newly just last year came out as bi. Okay. I think this is new to him. Right. He's trying to figure out how to, how to work it into dating. Exactly. That's what sure. it came off as yeah. to me. And, you know, the ex-girlfriend I'm friends with, that wasn't something that like, I was like, oh, this is guy, you know, 
I'm dealing with these new things. I'm friends with my ex and I'm bi. And it's right. like, oh, those those two things are those are both like a lot, a lot to take in. Right. I think at one point where it'd be like, I would be like, okay, we're supposed to go out tomorrow, and then you're like telling me these things again with no context. Mm-hmm. And I'm now supposed to make like a decision based on this. That would just be like the again, the way he presented it, more so than the actual facts of the thing, would be yeah. the thing that would be a turnoff for me. And I think she responded like, fine. No, yeah. I I think that there's a point where you go. Oh, 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 the big reveal has happened. Right. Like, okay, now I know why we didn't just go for drinks night one. Mm-hmm. You were scared of something. Yeah. And listen, I don't blame him, but, but what you find out in dating is that it's emotional bumper cars. We're all like, there's people on the other side of this that are going through their own things and trying to figure out their own things while trying to meet someone who they think might fix those things. Right. And like, I feel bad for this guy because he obviously doesn't know. Like to me, put it in the profile, I'm bi. And he's like, he's not ready to do that yet. Yeah. So he's trying to do this other thing. Right. Thing where it's like, okay, let me get around it. And it's like, dude, this is a a brave new world for you. You got to figure this out. Yeah. Be in it from being like upfront about it. Own it from the very beginning. Mm. Or if you don't want to do that, I can understand maybe he's like, I generally like I'm much more attracted to women. I don't really like this is like something I'm still trying to figure out, but I'm not ready to like be like publicly out there to anyone who can see me on an app. Mm. I can understand that feeling. But then in that case, go on the date and express it that way. Right. And express and and in the same way. And one of my best friends, we actually used to date. Right. You're going to lose people. Yeah. No, I still talk to my ex-girlfriend. It's like, again, like almost seems like you're trying to turn the person off. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, I'm so close with my ex-girlfriend that I need to tell you before I even meet you. Right. Yeah. The, the, these things you need yeah. to know. Right. I think the, you know, if I'm speaking to this person, like the one thing I. The person who's sending the deal breaker text. The person not, the, sen- not the person who's submitting the email. No, the emailer. Oh, the emailer. Okay. The person emailing. Because they're like, they're asking how much is too much vetting. Like, if I'm speaking directly to them, like, you have to remind yourself, I think, with dating apps is what you want is very small. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that you kind of forget on dating app because it's called a dating app. You're talking with someone on the You're phone. a relationship app. Yeah. Right. All you wanted was a get a drink. To get off the app and get a drink. Get a drink. Yes. To get to know the source and to see if they're the match for you. Right. That is a very just and nice thing so it's all you can expect yeah it's all you're expecting so when you go from like oh i'm never on here and let's go out tomorrow night for a drink and they go well i gotta text with you first i that's a lot of i don't know what else you need to know right right like i i we just text on the app all right but i gotta know whether you're like you know ready for this and it's like oh What's what's this? Right. right? Like, because I, I, you know, I from the other side, like, why wouldn't I make a date? I go, well, I got maybe one date this week and I'm going away this weekend. And, you know, maybe I shouldn't be on the app at that point. Right. You know, like yeah. maybe well, just that's like maybe, this guy. Maybe that's the thing that you're withholding, that you're not um, that available. Mm. <laughs> right. Right. But if I guess like it would be, ju- it would be one thing to date you and learn that like you travel a lot for work or you're, you know, you're on the road a lot. And another thing for you 
the night before a date to say, hey, what are your deal breakers? Right. Oh, those, I don't give a shit. My deal breakers are <laughs> yeah. someone saying that they don't want me to travel all the time because right. I'm going to do that. And I'd be like, all right, like I'm not even going to go on the date because yeah. you just said like, it almost, like you've made it weird. Yeah. You don't even want to get to know me. Right. Yeah. I. <laughs> before we go out, you should know a couple things about me. <laughs> I'm going to travel. In the womb. In the, I, I ate my own shit. Still want to go out with me? But like that, I can't like, smoke a cigarette. Yeah. I don't look cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure what the insert of the duvet is called. <laughs> if you still want to go out, let me know. Art Bar works. Right. <laughs> my mom didn't give us the birds and the bees. She did give us the duvet talk Here's, early yeah. in life. Let me know if that works for you. Yeah. Well, okay. I think we solved dating again. This was a... Uh, we did it. This is a tough one because it's like, you do have that like thing of like, what's enough? What's too much? Am I being you know too judgmental? And it's like, all you want is a drink. Yeah. That's it. And I think it's okay to be, again, turned off by someone's communication style. Right. Maybe it's... it's not, not, some people might be into that. That's I don't right. think that if she was. So no. I think that's totally fine. We solved dating again, Jordana. I'm proud of us. All right, guys, we will see you on Wednesday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.